episode seven, baby, podcast. Let's go. What is this? Seven, seven weeks in a row, Kev. Almost two months here. We're, Let's go. We're cruising. We are cruising. We told you we'd be better at this uh, at, on the first episode, and it looks like we are. Uh, as always, your host Scott Vodder, along with my better half Kevin Casty, all the way out in Chicago. How you doing, Kev? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm happy to be here. You know, I put off buying a Halloween costume to be here, so that's going to be a, a last minute ordeal. But I'm I'm very I'm very psyched about it. Well, you know, this this may this podcast may have get you know gotten me in trouble at work a couple times. You know, getting behind on stuff, but it's all worth it. Let's. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I'm just glad we got through that horrible past weekend of football. Uh, just terrible, terrible games. Uh, even the even the ones we thought that were going to be good uh, ended up sucking ass. A lot of lot of snooze fests in last week. Um, so hopefully that's as bad as it gets. Hard to get any worse. Yeah, um, if I may. I mean, that's the first time. Like, there's been a couple of primetime games. Like this whole season, the primetime games have been thrillers. Um, yeah. This um this was not one of those times. I mean, Monday Night Football is one of the worst games I watched. The Seahawks and the Saints. Granted, it was a little rainy up in Seattle, but I mean, thirteen ten was the final. That, that was a dud. Yeah, they were dealing with that uh like fucking rainy river or whatever the fuck they were calling it out yeah. out in the West Coast this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just terrible football all around. Basically, uh, some of the some of the better teams were out, you know, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Steelers, the Chargers and the well, Jaguars were all <laughs> on bye weeks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just just not a, a good weekend for football. Uh, did that keep me away from the TV? No, I still Hello. watch. Scott, I still watch Scott Hansen for eight hours of commercial free football, of course. God, I love that man. Oh, he's the best, you know. Um, but yeah, going to be a short week since we don't have to recap the Steelers. I know some of you guys are probably, uh, thankful for that. Yeah. Um, maybe partially, uh, unthankful for it. Cause, uh, we do know the demographic, uh, of our, of our audiences. We see roughly like four or five, uh, uh, regions or cities, uh, that we, we have here. And some of those places are not very happy with their teams this week so we'll go into a little bit of a a little bit of a recap on some of those some will be happy some won't be so um we'll start off and just uh do a quick little preview we got the browns this week the steelers uh big old rivalry weekend maybe a little baker mayfield maybe not um what do you think scott how you feel well i'd have a hard time believing that baker mayfield actually plays this week and i do because you know, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show uh, in preparation for this week because they have they have a really good podcast over there. Um, but they, I mean, he, I, they had uh, Schefter on, I believe, and he was talking about how he's talked to doctors, and they say usually the the bone that he fractured heals pretty quickly, uh, like two weeks. Okay, um, and then uh, dealing with the torn labrum, they can actually like do some workouts and stuff to like actually strengthen the muscles around it. Um, but they were also saying like, if he like, I mean, if TJ Watt hits him this week and he hits Goodbye. that, 
and if he hits that shoulder, like he is in serious trouble. Because yeah. I know he's because I know he's trying to hold off on surgery until the end of the year, but it, I mean it's still a torn labrum. You know it's painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you're a quarterback. Your job mm-hmm. is to get hit, and the Steelers' D line likes to lay down the lumber. So it's a bad week to to experiment with that. You know, T.J. Watt's gonna be hungry. Um, him and Miles Garrett, I think, are one and two in the sack race right now um, in the NFL. Um, so he's going to try to make up for some lost time having missed a game. So yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we'll see Baker. I did see a report today that he was taking first team reps. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know what that means. Like, well, I mean, I just think, I mean, I just think it would be stupid Yeah. because agreed. I mean, one, he's in a contract year, you know, his contract's right. up at the end of the season Two, I mean, he hasn't, you know, I mean, even though the, I mean, the Browns, you know, are th- what three and four. Or four and three four, at this point. Four and three, yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield has not had – he's not looked like the quarterback that's going to take him to a Super Bowl. No, not so yet. If, so, again, if he gets hurt – I mean, I think they still have to re-sign him because yeah, he's good enough. Like, he's good enough, you know. But if he gets hurt again, he's going to lose money. He's going to lose negotiation power. Um, and they're going to be – stuck questioning whether it's the right move to re-sign him or try to go after a young quarterback, depending on what their pick is. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this, Scott. Ask away, Kev. Do you, would you feel better come Sunday afternoon, or I guess uh, right at one o'clock, you feel better if Baker Mayfield's under center or Case Keenum? Because quite frankly, I'm not sure Case Keenum is uh, the worst He's not the worst backup in the world. Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Who would you rather see? Uh, no, he's really not the worst backup in the world. I mean, really, but you got to look at their last game. They did only put up 17 points against the Broncos, and that was just because that uh, running back basically carried the entire team. Dearness Johnson, yeah, yeah. hell of a performance. Yeah, so was it really him? I don't think so. But is yeah. he – but is he terrible? No. And he, he has a ton of experience. So um, I think at this point, the bigger question is if Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt will play, because that's who I'm more worried about. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you're right. I mean, I think they won that game on the ground last week. Um, Dearness Johnson played great for a guy that was DMing teams for a job a year and a half ago. Uh, Not even true. like in the NFL, too. He was like yeah. looking at the, the Canadian. Yeah, the Canadian League. It was. Yep. I mean, if that's not the American dream for the NFL right there, I don't know what is. So no, it was a, that was actually a fantastic story. I love watching It's incredible. That. Yeah, nothing. But, I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. I mean, maybe not this week. But, um, yeah, you're totally right. They won that game on the ground, which is how they're going to win all their games this year. I mean, Baker Mayfield's been – you're right. He's been good enough. Like, he's got them four and three. He took them to the playoffs last year. They laid a beat down on us, but we didn't exactly do ourselves any favors. So – the game is going to be one on the ground. Nick Chubb, I do believe, is supposed to be back. I don't think Kareem Hunt comes back for another two weeks, last uh, injury report that I saw. So, um, But the, then the thing is, even if Nick Chubb's back, I mean, the focus for the Steelers needs to be on stopping the run because we saw that even their third and fourth string running backs uh, can – do some damage so i mean the o-line is i mean the head of the season they were looking great a couple injuries but nothing seemed to slow them down so 
you're, I don't know. I don't think it'll make a major difference who's behind center or who's under center this week. Um, but we do need to watch. I, I think it's good. Our run defense is better than our pass defense. So this game could end up being kind of a stinker, if we're being honest, uh, just from an entertainment standpoint. But it should be a good game. And I think uh, I think we can stop them on the ground. We get a win. Yeah, no. And I, I was going to say, like, uh, the Bron- I mean, the Broncos defense sucks, you know. And if, and if the Browns with, you know, even with Darren's Johnson putting up, you know, like 100 – 80 yards or whatever the fuck he ended up putting it like could only score 17 points. Uh, I mean, our defense is way better than the Broncos uh, by coming off a of bye week. We're getting healthy. I, th- I think we can uh, actually have a real shot at this one. Kev? Yeah, I did see. And, it, and honestly, I don't know what happened. Cause I, I remember texting you watching the Browns and Broncos on Thursday night is the most frustrated I've ever been watching a football game that wasn't featuring the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was a terrible showing from the Broncos. And I want to like point something out here going into that game. The Broncos, I think were third or fourth in rushing defense. Uh, They were like seventh in passing defense and like fifth in overall defense. What the hell happened? Like, you got Case Keenum, Dearness Johnson. I guess Jarvis Landry came back, but you know, like still, like what happened there? That was ridiculous. It looked like I could have gained, I could have had an average of five yards to carry that game. I swear to God, like I've never thought that watching a football game as much as I felt it on Thursday night. It was terrible. No, well, I and you know, I I can't tell you how many missed tackles I I saw that game. I mean, I I, I couldn't even calculate it if I wanted to. It had to have been in the hundreds for the Broncos. Insane. I mean, even if they had 75 missed tackles, they would have won that game. Yeah. And either, <laughs> like like I said, the, the the Broncos were like third or fourth in run defense uh, from like yards, I believe, or points, whatever it was. Either that is just a wildly misleading first six weeks of football we just saw to have that stat, or Dearness Johnson's the greatest running back of all time because he ruined them. Ruined. Well, you know what they say. Whenever, whenever your number's called, you gotta, you gotta step up because Darius Johnson was, like you said, he was begging for calls. Yeah, uh, and and so you know when it's your time to shine, you gotta, you gotta make it count. And you know, in, in Darius Johnson's case, I guarantee you, if he didn't show up, he would uh, never see another game in the NFL again. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely <laughs> agree, and I, uh, I think that he might have just found himself a new job for twenty twenty two. So, um. Yeah, I mean, te- teams will definitely be calling his uh, calling his cell now after the season's over. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, uh, I think that's all I had to say about the uh, the upcoming week. With well, the real, and well, real, real, real quick. Uh, shout out to Sherwin Williams for getting me some uh, tickets to the to the Brown Steelers game. I will be heading up there this weekend. Uh, me and my brother will be attending. Behind it, enemy lines. It, 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 yeah, I know. I'm kind of kind of nervous. Uh, but it's my first game, NFL game, uh, not at Heinz Field. That's so, that's pretty wild. I had my first game not at Heinz Field earlier this year in Lambeau. Well, the crazier thing is that my first game at Heinz Field was actually in the 2019-2020 season. Uh, what? Yeah. I went to yeah. I went to some I've been to some preseason games you know when I was a kid with my dad but he wouldn't bring us to real games because you know 
he thought it was too rowdy for us. Huh. Um, and I always, and I also just always loved uh, watching it on TV. I thought that was better. But once I got to my first game, I think I went to like five home games that year. Yeah. Well, so, you went from uh, zero to a hundred pretty quick there. I know. Well, I mean, I, you know, when I'm young, I just enjoy it so much. You know, when I'm, you know, 45, I will uh, definitely just be sitting on my ass at home. <laughs> I might be doing that at 35 at this rate. <laughs> oh, geez, maybe even 25 <laughs> in a couple months. <laughs> we'll see what next year's got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, that'll be a good time. Yeah, well, uh, well Scotty, uh, that'll be his uh, homework assignment for next week's episode is to uh, report back on the experience. Take it all in. Bring yeah, well, the, while you're at it. The, the good thing is I can't get drunk at the game because I have to drive home after. Uh, um, so I won't be a drunk asshole. I won't get my lights popped, uh, knocked out, hopefully. Good. Then you might not get in a fight or anything. Well, yeah, that I mean, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we're we're way up in the nosebleeds where the action happens. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's you never true. know. And I sw- I swear every week you just see like a uh, a video on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. or something. It's just an all out brawl, like one game a week, and you never know what <clears throat> stadium it's going to be at. Like people always used to say, like, oh, you know, Raiders fans are going to Raider, you know, and like it's like it's not the Raiders. It's not. Just, <clears throat> I've seen it everywhere. I've seen it at Rams games, Steelers games, Jaguars games, it's like, Cowboys. I don't know why everyone's getting in fights, but they are. Yeah, I mean, it seems more prevalent now after uh, COVID, too. You know, people yeah. just all this pent-up aggression. Seriously. Um, maybe yeah, your dad so was hope... right to keep you all those years. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, you know, maybe next week when we do the episode and I post it on Instagram, I'll, I'll just be posting a selfie of, of a black eye or something. I don't there know. You go. Yeah, maybe um, we'll, uh, get, a, get a big old shiner, a couple of missing teeth or something. Well, yeah, no, dental work is expensive, Kevin, so I'd just <laughs> rather have the black eye. um oh all right and and one other one other thing i want to mention too after next after this weekend uh the steelers are coming home to play who the bears or is it the seahawks uh it is the bears they already played the seahawks is that the next week is that already here yeah after the browns I, i believe yeah well i'll be darned uh yeah but uh we're coming uh i'm coming home Quite yeah, so Kevin, Kevin, and so- town, I'll be joining. Uh, Scott and I will be in attendance at that game. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we didn't even uh, we did we haven't talked about it yet, but maybe we'll do a, a little mini sode, you know, right before the game, uh, with us in the same room together. Yeah, who well, knows? Yeah, hey, <laughs> we're gonna have all Sunday, so. Yeah, and then we got some other uh, Bears fans coming in, so maybe that they, maybe they'll pop in for a for a quick chat. Yeah, who knows? We'll have a couple segments. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the rest of the recap for this weekend. Uh, yeah, nothing really major to talk about. No, it was a boring ass week. Um, Ooh, I did. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but uh, lost my train of thought. Yeah, it happens. Um, All right, yeah, Kev. Let me let me let me start you with this. All right, hit me. Are the Chiefs dead? They're close. They stink. It's hard to tell. I don't know what they are. I really don't. They haven't beaten a good team this year. Um, They have, I'm pretty sure, like the 30th, 31st, or 32nd worst defense in the league. Uh, Yeah, well, I was actually looking at stats. Basically, in every statistical category on defense, they are 32nd, which is worst, or 31st in the league pretty much by everything like yards 
red zone percentage, like passing yards, rushing yards, red zone percentage, turnovers they suck at. I mean, it's 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 bad over there. That's insane. I mean, if you ever find yourself like 25th or beyond in every category, run. Start over. Something yeah. wrong. Well, the crazy thing was like I I thought we like, you know, kind of had an idea that the Chiefs defense wouldn't, you know, maybe be that good. But everyone was talking about fixing their O-line over the summer. Yeah. You know, and they and we thought they did. But my god, even like Mahomes, what's going on with him? I, People like something's living rent free in his head. Yeah, and I I really don't know <laughs> what it is. If we're being honest, I mean it's it's weird because I I really don't think he's Mahomes isn't playing terribly. He's even after that dud of a week, he's fourth in passing yards and third in passing touchdowns. So I'm not sure if he's to blame. There's been some turnovers. I will give you that. That's very well. He's he's tied. He's tied for the lead league in uh, interceptions. Is he actually now? Yeah, he has nine interceptions. Good lord. Um, that's I think he's tough. tied with Zach Wilson. Yikes. Okay. So <laughs> the mistakes are there, but I mean the production's also still there. I mean if um. If I'm not mistaken, other than this week, they've still been putting up some points. I mean, they had a tough game against the Bills, um, but I'm pulling it up right now. Offense, the Chiefs are fourth in total yards, um, fourth in passing yards, 14th in rushing yards, but we know they never run the ball. They're eighth in points, and they're first in third down percentage. So they're not exactly, you know, totally sucking it up. It's just you're right. There's some brutal turnovers, and their defense is bottom three in – Every category you said, like almost. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So there might there might be one that they're not, but out of like the twenty, they're thirty second and thirty first in every single one. I'm pretty sure. Jeez. So, <laughs> I mean, again, like there, there's some serious problems that need to be addressed because sometimes you play that kind of football. So let's just say right now, Patrick Mahomes is quite honestly resembling the 2015 to 2018 Ben Roethlisberger kind of just sling it down the field, high risk, high, uh, high reward, uh, a lot of turnovers, but Ben Roethlisberger led the league in passing yards in 2018, even ahead of Patrick Mahomes in his MVP season. So the problem then there was, is that the Steelers defense was bottom tier in every category for that five year span. And we couldn't do anything with it. So, <laughs> historically just from what I've seen in teams like this, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were very similar. They were like a seven and nine team, eight and eight team when Jameis had his 30 for 30 year. It wasn't great. Uh, but again, he led the league in passing. You yeah. can't do anything with that. You cannot be this bad at defense and even fathom that you're going to win a Super Bowl, let alone a playoff game, let alone make the playoffs. So I don't think they're dead, but, I think I think their window for the year is closed. Let's put it that way. All right. I like that. Here's my theory. Let's hear it. Um, Pat Mahomes has too many things going on off field. Between Jackson, his fucking idiot brother, Jackson Mahomes, and his fucking idiot wife, and his fucking mom. I think that's causing a lot of distractions for him. What does mom he, do? I don't know. She's getting in Twitter fights too. I think. Jeez, oh, just take the phone. Oh my god, it's like children. Yeah. So I mean, Jackson Mahomes dancing on 
uh, Sean Taylor's memorial. Yeah. Memorial. Get that fucking jackass off the goddamn field and take his phone away from him. I was this, I was saying the same thing about fucking Juju Smith-Schuster last year. Yeah. Take his phone, sit him the fuck down, and tell him to shut up. And have we seen Juju do anything like that this year? Well, I know he's hurt now, but still. No, nah, until he got hurt, no. I didn't. I don't even think he's doing it now. So, mm-hmm. like, you, you learn your lesson. Yeah. What, what needs to be done? You know, you can dance and, you know, look like an asshole – all you want. Just don't do it disrespecting one of the most beloved NFL players of all time. Yeah. Okay? On their <laughs> and whether and whether whether that was on Washington's you know fault or Jackson's fault. I mean, even if Washington put them there for some fucking unknown reason, Jackson, you got to have self-awareness and not and and not fucking do that. Stop dumping water bottles on people. Stop dancing on memorials. Just fucking stop all right <laughs> I, I mean i'll never find the video at this point but i saw a uh i saw it on like instagram or whatever on my feed and it was uh just like this video that said i feel so bad for patrick mahomes he just got beat like 35 to 3 almost got a concussion and he has to come home to this and it was jackson and uh his fiance uh making a tiktok just like idiots as he's just sitting in a chair at the dinner table like completely disinterested i was like that that's gotta just be so tough well, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Credit I mean, to him. That must be some. That's that's love right there to to deal with that time and time again. Yeah, but I mean, at some point, I mean, you're making five hundred, you know, million dollars. You gotta you gotta sit him down and be like, yo. First of all, you guys wouldn't be here without me. Stop ma- embarrassing me. Stop making a mockery of this. Yeah. And just fucking let me actually play, so I can focus on the game. Yeah. You know, because because if I can't focus on the game, you know, what's it all for? Like, we wouldn't be here. Right. Um, yeah. And also, oh, well, also, like, I can't believe the the NFL clearly doesn't take its uh, concussion protocol seriously. No. Because if you actually all. saw that hit on Mahomes, the dude was out like a light. Yeah, his eyes were going in different directions, and they're just like, "Oh, he, he are, he's already been cleared from the blue tent." How, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> same thing. Same thing with Devonte Adams in like week two or three or whatever. He got absolutely like smashed. Yeah, in the helmet, couldn't get up from the ground, uh, and just went in the blue tent. Came right back. Daniel Jones against the Cowboys stood up all wobbly and almost fell to the ground. He was back next week. He was back the week after. Like, what? There's clearly no, there's no system in place that they're following. Yeah, what, other kind, of, than, what, what kind of tests are they using? And how, <laughs> like, th- it's not like there hasn't been an emphasis. I mean, I mean, Will Smith made a movie about it. They started changing their rules about helmets. They started changing their protocols, player safety. They're making rules to protect quarterbacks and defenseless receivers. It's very hard on the defense. And then. Do we think that maybe it's not these rules as much as it is the way in which we handle the inju- in- injuries? I mean, it, I mean, I think it has to be because I mean, you know me, I've had countless concussions throughout. Yeah, you're like four or five, right? Oh, I think I'm, I th- I'm more at like seven. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's why my, that's why my memory isn't so good. Um, no, but I mean, I, I had concussions before and I've been in the exact situation where I've looked exactly like Patrick Mahomes last week where I was out of it. I could barely get up. I mean, it's, it, 
clearly a concussion, and I don't know what they're doing. I don't either. I mean, I had a mine. Yeah, I, you and I had them very similar times in high school playing soccer. Mine was as minor as it gets. I couldn't play for two weeks. I think it was two weeks exactly. Like, it, who gives a shit about me? You know, like I'm not paid five hundred million dollars a year to to play quarterback for the Chiefs, and they still they're like, no, we're gonna play it safe. It's very important for you. Like, what? What are they doing with these like primed, you know, ultra athletes? that make millions of dollars for the, for the league and the teams. And it's just messed up. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about. I think my concussion was a little worse than yours. I might've been out like three weeks or something like that. that. Yeah, it was two and then um, I came back and then I got hit again. Like, I mean, I the first time I got it, I was out like a light. I mean, I literally got knocked out, um, had to be helped off the field. And then I came back and then that very first game I got, just run into not even hitting the head but it caused whiplash and then i was out for another week or two Jeez. so i mean i don't i don't know what they're doing but i'm just glad you know i know we were just ripping on the homes a little bit ago but i'm just glad it wasn't like a neck injury because that's what i was worried at first because he got bent like a scorpion man yeah it was an unfortunate <clears throat> scary play just uh you know the momentum of a d lineman as as mahomes was falling he was coming up and the knee just kind of got him square on so scary play i'm glad that he's okay i hope he actually is okay but yeah. yeah, sketchy, sketchy procedure they have there with the concussion protocol. Um, um, all right, well, let's talk about some uh, brighter news for uh, some people, not really us, but the Cincinnati Bengals are in first place in the AFC. Do dude, we Joe, think that's uh, going to hold? Dude, Joe Burrow's a fucking dog. Yeah. He is a He's fucking a dog. And if, so he, and if Chase. And if, and if, yeah, oh, well, we'll get there in a sec. <laughs> but if you're, if you're a Bengals fan, and you don't have a Joe Burrow jersey yet, go get one. You know, honestly, either go get one or stop calling yourself a Bengals fan because this yeah. dude is legit. I mean, he is a fucking dog. And everyone was saying, you know, questioning why they took Jamar Chase in the first round. And I was one of them. I, I was think too. I think almost everyone was was one of those questions. Yeah. Um, I think our friend BMAC was questioning it. Now, I <laughs> will say. I do still have BMAC. Uh, I, I'll never forget this text message when I asked him. I think it was on the uh, opening night of uh, draft day. And I said, Penne or Jamar? Because uh, Penne Sewell was who they thought they should have taken, get some protection. Yeah. And he said, you know, I understand why people think uh, the protection's important. But he said, end quote, I'm a slut for a new toy. And uh, a new toy <laughs> they got. This, this kid is a baller. And, um, you know, BMAC, nice call. You, you, Dude, you the know. other, the other thing, uh, which is great and I love about it is like people like we're asking Jamar Chase about like how he's like on pace for the most yards, and it just seems like him, Burrow, everybody in that organization like doesn't even realize it. Like they're just business, uh, day in and day out. Oh you know? yeah, it's like an afterthought to them. I mean, it's just you you look at it, and I'll say this about Burrow real quick. He still looks like he's recovering from an ACL injury, which he is. He looks like he's not moving great, but he's still playing great, like incredibly. Like, I mean, he's he's good in the pocket. He's good out of the pocket. He's hitting all his throws. I mean, he's being smart about not taking hits. Like, I don't even know if – I don't think he's near 100% yet. It looks like he's playing like 70 or 80. In his 70 or 80 – is landing him probably like in a top 10 quarterback of the year spot right now. 
Now, the other thing that they have to be uh, positive about is that it looks like he's playing smart too. Yes. Because he's not like, like as you said, he's clear, like he's clearly not a hundred percent yet. Uh, those things take time. Right. Um, but he's, he's putting himself in good situations to not take big hits. Uh, you know, he clearly has his number one receiver that he's looking for, but I mean, they have, I mean, they're, they are scary and it's, uh, demoralizing as a Steelers fan because I know that guy's going to be there a long time. Yeah. That's uh he he's kind of he's going to be a problem for the next 15 years. Uh we'll just say that. I think uh we might be looking at a a flip of the scripts, you know, it's been Pittsburgh's division for maybe occasionally the Ravens, um but it's been their division for the last 20 years and uh the Bengals look like they may have may have found themselves a place in the uh, in the ranks. So That'll be a bummer to watch out for, but they look like the real deal. Uh, a long season, obviously. They're four and two, sitting in first place in the entire AFC. So, it's see. Let's see if they can hold on. Um, long season, though. Yeah, I mean they just smacked the. And I mean they just smacked the Ravens too. Oh, what? Very good team. So forty-one seventeen or something. Yeah, Ridiculous. exactly right. Three points in the in the first quarter, ten in the second, fourteen and fourteen in the third and fourth. I so mean, just, just, just a fucking pounding. They're not even they're they're not even taking their foot off the gas for a game. Like they're just throttling teams, like quite literally. Yeah, well, why would you? I mean, it's I uh, yeah. I mean, uh, scary stuff going on in Cincinnati. Yeah, watch out. Um. Um, all right, moving on. Um, I, I did want to touch on this before we get into, uh, some darker, darker situations in the NFL. Um, the Panthers and Broncos <laughs> both started off three and out. We even talked about it. A uh, good, uh, good fan of the show. Good listener. Sean O'Gara, uh, sent us a message and he was like, maybe you guys talk about like <laughs> these undefeated teams. There was three of them. I, uh, maybe four. It was the Broncos at three and oh. The Panthers at three and zero, the Raiders at three and zero, and I think the Cardinals were still three and zero. Maybe the Rams were in there too. Well, yeah, the Cardinals were still three and zero. They're, they're yeah. seven and zero. <laughs> yeah. So again, like uh, an interesting poll of teams, and he made a good point. He uh, he told me when he brought it up, this doesn't seem to, to this doesn't sit as well with me as it did last year with the teams that started uh, like five and zero, six and zero, which was like the Seahawks, Packers, Steelers, Chiefs, maybe. Two of those teams, the Panthers and the Broncos, have now lost four in a row. Um, the Raiders, credit to them. I thought they were going to be in the same boat. I thought they were going to see a significant drop-off, and that was even before John Gruden, and then I was really like, they're in trouble. But they've won two games without John Gruden and sit at five and two. Are are they the real deal? I mean, I'm done with the Broncos and the Panthers. They are terrible. I, I, I literally picked them. Uh, I picked them last week. I had the uh, Panthers and the week before that I had the Broncos and they've done nothing, but like, this is, these are some of the worst football teams I've watched. So, uh, what about the Raiders, Scott? Can they hold on to this spot in the division? They're in first place over the chiefs and the chargers. Well, I'll tell you what, Kev, ever since, uh, John Gruden left a couple weeks ago, he, the, the, the team seems different. It seems more lackadaisical on the sideline. They're playing better. Um, I don't, I don't, I, was it Gruden? Could have been. Could have been. Could've. They just they just seem more relaxed. They're trying. Uh, they they're doing a good job of not uh, really focusing on the Gruden situation, like I thought they would. Um, I think the Raiders could could be uh, the best 
out of all those undefeated teams. Yeah. I mean, they look good. And uh, the only thing I will say is <clears throat> Derek Carr is continuing to throw for like 300 plus yards. He's playing well. Games. Uh, I know that John Gruden was a very run heavy, you know, you know, smash mouth football kind of guy, kind of coach. Yeah. Um, and even then, when they had a focus on that, Derek Carr is playing great. And now he just, you're right. He looks, it looks like he's just doing his thing right now. And he looks like he's playing great football. I have no reason to doubt the, the Raiders anymore because they look great. I don't know if they'll keep the division lead over the Chargers or Chiefs because I do still think those teams might be better. But this I think, football team is going to continue to win games. Yeah, I think I think the Chargers are definitely better. Um, I think they could they could go for a good head to head match against the Chiefs. Agreeing, I think, they, I think I think they could pull off a win there. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the uh, going back to the Broncos and Panthers, uh, the Broncos, we were talking about them. They had three three and zero. Oh. Giants, Jaguars, Jets. That, that's a three wins. Three of the fucking worst teams in the league. Yeah, I mean, terrible. And then they ran into the Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, Browns. That's a tough four-game stretch there. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like – those aren't even like the top-tier teams. Those are like middle-of-the-pack good teams. Like, and they, I mean, put in their place. Like, yeah. Teams. So, I mean, they I mean, they have a bunch of tough games this season. They, they actually have a pretty tough schedule, I think. And then the Panthers, I mean, just without Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Yikes. I mean, they are they just, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. You know, wow. I was I, – I thought he was good. I thought uh, – What did I – The Jets was his problem. Me too. I think he fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was, a, I was a very strong believer. Even when he was terrible in New York, I was like, no, nah, this kid's got to be better, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've seen him make some good throws. He's in a terrible system. I don't know. I he mean, sucks. I will, I will give him this, and I don't know if this is his fault. Or the receiving cores, but I'm pretty sure they lead the league in drops by a significant amount. Like Robbie Anderson, they used to be a connection out in New York. Yeah. Robbie Anderson can't catch shit. And again, I'm not sure who to blame this on, but this week, Robbie Anderson had three catches for 14 yards. That's terrible, right? He was targeted nine times. Yeesh. Three catches on nine targets? That's ridiculous. It's like Deontay Johnson last year. Oh, my God. Like I think way worse because at least like Deontay was targeted like 20 times and still caught like seven of them. Three <laughs> catches is – like what are you even doing there? Yeah, I mean it, I, I did see highlights from the game and there were several drop passes. So not all on Sam Darnold, but – he, he's, he's not, not helping. He, he's not good. <laughs> there were rumors that uh, Deshaun Watson might be of interest, but uh, he <sighs> has only waived his no trade clause for Miami at this point. So it looks like I think the Panthers came out and stated that they are not pursuing him. Yeah, I mean, and also like he still has like twenty sexual assault charges to deal with. Yeah, still. so that's the thing is, but so right now <clears throat> they haven't. So he's not on the commissioner's exempt list right now. No, he can he can be traded. He can be, and people are saying like at this point, there's a, they. I think I heard some. I don't know who it was, where I read it, where I saw it, whatever. They said that they think he will play if traded, and I'm trying to think because like you know, like a big big Ben Roethlisberger fan here. Uh, the two of us are. He was in a little bit of trouble, but he was suspended three games because one woman filed a civil suit. Alleged. Ezekiel Elliott also was suspended five games. 
because one woman filed a civil suit. Right now, there's 22 women filing criminal charges on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. How is this even in the question at this point? It, it uh, really doesn't make sense. You know, I mean, even like back then, like there wasn't the whole Me Too thing. There wasn't the no. whole all this shit. And now you got 22. I think it started at like 25, 27 or something like that. Actual, like a couple of them got dropped. Okay. Um, but I mean, he's still at 22. I mean, double digits is a problem in itself. If it was 10, that would be a pretty big problem. If it was three, you'd be like, all right, if there's three women coming out, you know, eh, all right, you got something to think about. 22. You're telling me all 22 of them just corroborated and were like, yeah, let's get this asshole. Right. Like, yeah. come on. And I remember right when these uh, like alleged, uh, these claims came out, I was like, uh, you know, like this happens a lot. Who knows? Like I saw some like sketchy stuff with the uh, prosecutor. Um and uh, like some bad beef with the Texans organization. And I just thought it was a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo. And then like the third and fourth woman came out and then like the ninth and 10th. And then we got to 20 and I was like, whoa, like, yeah, like something's up here. And, and, and again, I'm not trying to like say like, let him play quite the opposite. How is this even in the question? Like if Ben and Zeke had to face suspensions and commissioner exemplists, um, how is this? you know, how is this even being considered? Yeah, it, it doesn't really make sense. The only thing that uh, would, that I would think is like, maybe they're just, maybe they know something we don't. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I'm um, not involved. You're right. That's a good point. I don't, I don't know. But st- I mean, still, I mean, e- you know, and you know, gotta say this, even if he's convicted on one of them, I mean, that's enough to sink him. Yeah, I was going to say, at it, it, the very yeah. least, that should be whatever the suspension is. It's six games, whatever. I mean, keep in mind, Kareem Hunt kicked a woman on video. And uh, granted, he kind of missed, but, you know, that that's that's not the point. He was only suspended for like four or five games, got cut by the Chiefs, but like then picked up. I don't think, like again, like I don't know what the NFL's, what the procedure is here, similar it's, to the concussions. Concussions, like, yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't get it. I mean, Antonio Brown, a bunch of bad stuff going on there, too. So, I don't know. I, I, I personally, at this point, I don't think he should, nor am I very confident that he will if he gets traded to start to play anytime soon. Unless, you know, on whatever chance that this does all turn out, like you said, how likely is it really that 20, 20 women – got together and made this up. I, it, it, I highly doubt that. Unless yeah. I mean, there, the I mean, case, there's, I, I don't see how he plays. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, you know, one sexual assault is one too many. So yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I don't, uh, I, I just don't understand the NFL and the way they do things. It seems like they fuck everything up at every chance they get. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're right. All right. Uh, uh, so one of our one of our potential MVP picks uh, from last week, more of a joke, but uh, yeah, Gino Gino Smith just absolutely dog shit. Yeah, I I thought maybe in that first game he came in against the Rams on Thursday night. I thought that looked good, man. They, he did. He did. He came <laughs> in for a good drive, had a chance at a game winning drive, but. Tyler Lockett fell, and don't even get me started on Tyler Lockett right now. That'll be a, a god. I hate him, but I thought he looked like he could have pulled off, um, pulled off some 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 magic there, 
And then he came up against the Steelers, and I was like, okay, it's the Steelers. They found a lot of success in the run game, so maybe they didn't need Geno Smith. He didn't play terribly. 209 yards, one touchdown. And then this week, and like I said at the beginning, this whole game stunk. Like, everything about it, it was rainy. Geno Smith ended up going 20, 12 for 22, 167 yards and a touchdown. Like, not terrible. Keep in mind. Well, 12 for 22 stinks. Yeah, keep in mind, the touchdown in 84, I think, of the yards was one pass to DK Metcalf, and that's just because he's an athletic specimen. Wasn't that like the first drive, too? It was the first <laughs> drive. It was his first pass attempt. I'm pretty sure he started uh, one for one in 84 yards. 84 yards is the number. So one throw <laughs> was 84 yards and the touchdown. Take that away. And what did he have? He had like a 50-yard outing. Yeah, I mean, I think, sure. uh, yeah, he had uh, literally 83 yards the rest of the game, I think. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no wide receiver on the uh, no wide receiver on the Seahawks had more than four catches. Freddie Swain had four, and that was the most. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf only had two. They're very good receivers. You got to get them the ball. Alex Collins, again, they ran the ball mostly. 16 rushes, but only for 35 yards. That's horrendous. Yeah, that's terrible. So, I don't think the Seahawks are a bad team. I think when Russell Wilson comes back, which at this point, I don't think he plays this week. I don't think he's allowed. I think he's back the second he's allowed to. I don't care if he's wearing a a mitt on his hand. It's hard to get much worse. He could throw the ball lefty. Like, I mean, the guy's a freak. I'm sure you saw the video of him running a, an imaginary two-minute drill. Yeah, it's so weird. He's such a weirdo. <laughs> but, man, is Mr. he a good Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. So, yeah, Geno Smith stinks. Um, that experiment needs to be over. I, I don't know what Russell Wilson's timeline is, but they need to go find help, whether that's Cam Newton. Um that's the only one that comes to mind right now. Whoever it is, they no. They did he get did did Cam Newton get vaccinated yet? I don't, th- I don't think you have to be. Well, yeah, but that was a lot of speculation around the Patriots letting him go. Oh, was it? I don't know if I saw that. Yeah. Well, hmm. so you know, maybe. Hey, hey, Cam Newton, you uh, vaccinated? Welcome yeah. to the team, my friend. Seriously. Um, you know who else thinks Kev? Who's that? Matt Nagy. Yeah, Matt Nagy stinks. stinks. <laughs> I mean, I it's not like you don't you don't get beat thirty eight to three just because of the head coach, but Matt Nagy stinks. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got to be the worst coach in the NFL. He's close. I don't. I mean, it's a shame that this team is three and four because <clears throat> if they were two and five, one and six, he'd be gone, and I think everybody would be better off. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't – he – I mean, I'm not even a Bears fan, and he makes my blood boil. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just bad decisions. And I will say this. if you, I'm okay. You know, you're committing to Justin Fields. Fine. But if you think you have any chance at winning this division, put Andy Dalton back in the game. Andy Dalton does not play nearly – as bad as Justin Fields did the other day. He doesn't take four sacks. He doesn't throw three interceptions, and he doesn't fumble the ball three times. Yeah, I mean, he's that, at a forty-four point three passer rating. That's horrible. 
that's horrible. The only coach I could think of that has actually met, might be worse is Mike McCarthy. He is doing his damnedest to lose games this year. Yeah. His clock management is his clock management is so fucking dumb. Yeah. And no I one's don't... ever gonna notice because they're five and one, six and one. Five oh, and one. we notice, Kev. <laughs> I mean I mean the dude's taking I mean, I think what was it? Uh well they had to buy this past weekend, but two weeks yeah. ago against the Patriots yep. or something, they they kicked their a final field goal. Uh, they could have run the clock down to like three seconds, you know, as you usually would. Yeah. But they took a timeout with like 30 seconds left and kicked a field goal. It's like, why Why are you even giving Bill Belichick the chance? Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> do that. You I don't, just should not. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know if they need to hire someone to – I mean, because don't – I mean, teams usually probably just have – you know, guys on the sideline that are like, hey, if it gets, you know, to 20 seconds, we're going to take a timeout, uh, blah, 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 like right. running the clock. So I don't know if he's just not listening to people and he's just doing his own thing, but goddamn, does he suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, bad situation. Again, you know, he's winning games. So and not uh, not as much to say on that one, but yeah. Well, but they're, anyways. Win- they're winning games, but they're he's doing his damnedest to lose them. I know. <laughs> It's a shame Dak Prescott's playing so well. Yeah. Ru- ruining his plan. <laughs> All right. Um, I think one last thing on the recap, and then we'll get to our picks for the week. Yep. Uh, congratulations to Tom Brady for becoming the first uh, quarterback to throw 600 touchdowns in the NFL. Uh, and probably wouldn't be surprised if he gets to 700 by the time he retires. I don't know if he's ever going to retire. Well, yeah, that's that too. By the, by, by the, you know, the way technology is advancing, he'll probably become. Well, he is he is an he's alien. A cyborg. Just, he, he's an alien. First off, oh my god. <laughs> um, and that poor guy, you know, gave that ball back. Uh, if he held on to it, I think it was estimated at five hundred thousand dollars. He could have walked away sitting pretty. Yep. But you know, there, the Bucks were good about it. They gave him like season tickets for the next two seasons. You know, signed jersey, cleats, whatever. I think Tom Brady even gave him a Bitcoin. Yep, <laughs> which uh, was valued at I believe like sixty three thousand um, dollars. So again, you know, so he was, made out well. He he made out well, but you know, yeah. oof. <laughs> obviously, and that's where I'm kind of like on the fence about it. Like one, you'd obviously have the ball, and you'd have you know a $500,000 plus ticket in your hand. Yeah. Like I feel like the NFL would pay more than that for that ball. They have to, that's like the biggest piece of history all of a sudden, just in one throw. So, yep. Um, at the, on the other side, you know, that guy's clearly a Bucks fan. He's a Brady fan. You know, do you want to be that guy that hoards that ball from Tom Brady? Like, no, abs- nothing but respect to that dude, because agree. you know, he's, he's clearly just a true fan. Yes. I totally agree, and and you know it makes him it makes you just it's a good good light on that guy. You know he's not a selfish selfish guy that's just holding on to that gold mine. You know he gave the ball back. He got a different game ball. You're right. He got some jerseys from Tom, a helmet from Tom, uh, Mike Evans cleats and a jersey. Uh, they gave him a thousand dollar credit to the Buccaneers team store. That guy's gonna be taken care of for gear, um, and then two years of season tickets plus yeah. you know the Bitcoin. So. I think something tells me, you know, like Tom Brady's a very active guy on social media. Like Tom Brady's just having nothing but fun in his career right now. 
Yeah. Something tells me Tom Brady could just ask this guy to grab a beer or something, you know? And that is just beyond 500,000. That's priceless right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Tom Brady's living it up in Tampa. He's got, he's wearing backwards hats now. He looks younger than ever. It's so I mean, weird. He's, he, does. He's, <laughs> he is, he's eating avocado ice cream. <laughs> Kale burger. I mean, he, he is just loving life. And uh, I think it was funny because he actually said, uh, on Sunday or Monday, I think he was on the game and he was saying, yeah, that guy should have held on the ball. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean you know, it would have been hard. I mean, Tom Brady to. has so many trophies and memorabilia already. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's Tom one. Tom Brady cool. doesn't care. Tom Brady's yeah. just look, you're, you said it. Tom Brady's just thinking about number 700 now. Well, I mean, that's the thing too. Like they obviously didn't talk about that before the game, because if they did, Mike Evans would have never given that ball away. Right, so that's, I was gonna that say, means that's no not idea. even on their mind. And do you think – and here was another thing that crossed my mind. Do you think that fan knew what he was holding when he got that ball? I doubt it. Unless they flashed it on the Jumbotron, congrats, Brady, on number 600, I wouldn't have had the slightest clue that I was holding $500,000 in my hand. Well, I, be, I bet they did flash that, and then he but I mean, whatever, <laughs> he was handed it to it, and, you know, that short time between whenever they probably flashed it on the screen or yeah. announced it over the speaker – he probably didn't know. I mean, you know, and maybe even like the guys came and wanted the ball back before they even right announced that or something. It's possible. So, so, and if that's the case, good on the Bucks for you know giving them all that stuff. You know, if he didn't even know. Yeah, classy move on both parties. Either way, I think. I mean, the, the let's just put this, the NFL was getting that ball back one way or another. Like, let's just they were if whether it was legal action or the biggest bribe or whatever in the history of football, they were getting that ball back. And I think they did it very well. A little handshake agreement on the sideline, you know, gave him a replacement ball. Mike Evans hooked him up. Tom Brady hooked him up. I don't think that that's even going to be all of it. This guy's, this guy's going to be taken care of. And I think that's a classy move by the Bucks. Honestly, that, yeah, you brought up a good point though. If I was like negotiating, giving the ball back, I would be like, yeah, give me like dinner or like a, a beer with Tom. Well, Tom Brady probably doesn't drink beer because he's so healthy but he just drinks the juice of a of unborn ox i'd be like let's go let's go get some avocado toast for breakfast and stuff and let's just let's just chat for hang out yeah give me a plane ride i'll come to an away game sit on the plane with the boys you know yeah he he had the leverage so he did he had the upper hand (laughs) and he did the right thing i think he did the nice thing and uh, i hope the buccaneers take good care of that guy for uh for a long time yeah yeah he'll be good all right, All right, Scott, let's get down to business. What do you say? Let's get down to business to defeat the Browns. Oh, I like oh. that. Nice to <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm in Browns weekend weekend mode here. So Yeah, that's true. All right, Scott, All right, well, so... before we do this, you got to give me a little uh, shame. You got to shame me real quick, all right? Oh, yeah, Kevin, you stink. You stink, man. I, I stink. You're, you, you've, you've gone 0 for 3 the last two weekends. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I started off so well. Um, yeah. So for for those of you, I think I, I may have mentioned this in the last podcast uh, that maybe it's a wise idea to fade me right now. I hope you did because I missed all three of my picks. And what were those picks, Kev? I had the Eagles upsetting the Raiders. I thought it was going to be a uh, a bit of a messy transition with no Gruden. Um, you know, they won their first game. Thought could have been fluky. That was against the Broncos. They stink. 
but I thought maybe the Eagles would produce. I was incorrect. I thought that the Panthers would beat the Giants. I couldn't have been more wrong. I don't know why I'm putting my faith in these god-awful teams. I'm just looking at the matchups and making picks when in reality I should just be looking at the football team. I thought the Chiefs were going to beat the, uh, the Titans in Tennessee. All these teams, they didn't just lose. They got killed. I mean, 35 yeah. nothing. Um, or excuse me, twenty-seven to three, Titans beat the Chiefs, twenty-five to three, Giants beat the Panthers, and then I guess the Eagles kind of held their own, uh, twenty-two to thirty-three. But again, like I just, oh, it's so bad. I feel like these are supposed to be pretty good matchups, and boy, did two of those three teams just get spanked. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you need you need to turn it around this week, and I think uh, I think you could, but uh, so. Uh, Appreciate the vote of confidence. Yeah, so I went for I went two for three this week, and uh, I had the Colts over the 49ers in that atmospheric river going on type yep. deal. Uh, Colts, uh, I think they've won two in a row now. Yes, they have. So are they back? Maybe that's. I mean, that's a good point. Is that division is wide open right there? The Chiefs are now three and four. They've won their the last two games. You're correct. Uh, they're behind the Titans, who are playing good football. But regardless of the division, the whole conference, the AFC is wide open. Like the Steelers, the Colts, the Patriots. Uh, these these are all teams that might sneak their way into one of those wild card spots. It's it's certainly possible. And the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are fighting their way for. A- Wild card yeah. spot too, yeah, so they're going to be right there with us, and so will the uh, Chargers and Raiders. One of them as well. Okay, and then I so my lock was the Ravens over the uh, Bengals, and we all know how that went. That was uh, yikes. Another Ravens, Ravens were favored by six and a half too. Yeah, six and a half, and they lost forty-one to seventeen. Joe Burrow's a dog, man. I'm telling you. And then uh, I obviously had the Titans over the Chiefs. I I think last week I was saying I was nervous about that one, but I'll pick them anyway. But uh, yeah, I don't think anyone saw that coming uh, per se. But well, I thought I, I thought the, I, I thought the Titans could win. I didn't think they'd uh, make the Chiefs look like you know the the, the Texans, Bucks, the, the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm now up to eight and ten on the year, getting getting fighting my way back here. Yeah, and, and then, this is the most surprising part of it is that I'm still a game ahead of you somehow. Yeah, well, you're nine and nine. You're dropping like you were nine and three two weeks ago, Kev. So yeah, that's <laughs> not great. I was eight and one the week before that. If you really want to talk about the drop off, it's been yeah. two or three losses each week. Yeah, we've kind of like uh, flopped. Kinda, yeah, we've kind of flopped here. Flip-flop. Well, I'm hoping this is the uh, the second bend. Then you know, if we're going, uh, if we're getting our ups and downs, this has got to be my downs. Like I don't know, it doesn't get much worse than this. Well, if well, we could we could be in for a barn burner these last uh, the, the second half of the season. That's true. It's an early. It's early. A lot of football to be played. Yeah. All right. All right, let's... Scott. Well, you have the honors after the last two weeks. Uh, why don't you start us off? Okay. Let me get my bearing straight here. All right, I got. My upset, I'm going with the Jags over the Seahawks, and I'll tell you why. Because Geno Smith thinks the Jags are fresh off a win. Uh, the question is, can the Jags win in America? They can win in London, but can they win in America? 
I don't know. I think the, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is playing pretty well for pretty piss poor that team is. Yeah, and a bad um, start. And he's kind of uh, he's not even playing great, but he's falling into his own. You're right. No, I mean he's getting better. I don't. I, I don't think the interceptions are coming as frequently anymore. I, I think he's picking up on the pace of play, what he has to look for. So I think uh, he can he can pull the Jags uh, to a big upset. And if he does, then the Seahawks are in danger. Yeah, agreed. Geno Smith is uh, <clears throat> going to be a problem. There's there's no passing game in there right now. So and the and the, I mean, the Jaguars, we know that they don't have a great defense. If you're going to win, you can win that game throwing solo. I don't know if it's going to happen. Yep. All right, moving on to me. I am taking the Titans. Uh, they are a one-point underdog against the Colts in Indianapolis. Um, I think that this is just the better team right now, despite a really bad pass defense. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. I, I mean, he plays great against division teams. He plays great against every team. He can I, I, throw touchdowns. Yeah, I was going to say everybody was saying, "Oh, you can't be, uh, you can't be MVP unless you're a quarterback." And he said, "Challenge accepted," and he threw himself a touchdown. So, I'm actually, I'm actually surprised that's only uh, a one point spread. Agreed. That's why I kind of saw that, and I figured I'd take advantage. I know one point's not the most exciting; it's not the sexiest upset pick, but um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I just lost six in a row. I gotta, I gotta get back, uh, gotta get back in the win column here. So, I'm hoping that I improved right. Although I do like the Colts better than the Titans, um, but I think the Titans, uh, they'll, they'll win this game. Yeah, but you know what I just said too. The Colts, uh, they're looking, they're lo- they're not looking too bad. Recently. No, they're you know, Carson. Carson Wentz is playing well. Um, I don't know. I think, I think the Colts could. Uh, might surprise people. It, it is in Indianapolis, but I, I do like the. I think that's probably the pick of the week for the upset. Yeah. I think that's the best one to go with. All right, my lock. Yeah, we're going with the Bucks. Bucks over Saints. Uh five and a half points spread for the Bucks. Uh Jameis Winston is kind of sucking it up. I love that man. He's the he's probably the funniest dude in the league. Um but the Saints really aren't uh, clicking right now. Uh, their offense is pretty mediocre, and uh, Tom Brady is still just on an absolute another level. He, I mean, he he's forty five. You know, if if I didn't know who he was and I took a look at him, I'd be like, yo, that guy's like twenty seven. He's insane. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not <laughs> going anywhere anytime soon. But um, yeah, so just. The, but uh, just just, just the way the uh, just Sorry, the way ahead. the Saints are and uh, Bucks are each playing, I think the Bucks are gonna are gonna take it to them on a four twenty five p.m. game. Yeah, we got the afternoon. <clears throat> they did just bring back former running back uh, Mark Ingram into New Orleans, so who knows? Yeah, did not see that. All yeah, right, just a few hours, a couple hours ago, the news dropped. Uh, well, no that Michael Thomas yet, I don't think, in New Orleans. Yeah, well, Mark Ingram being picked up doesn't change my answer. <laughs> no, nor should it. Um, but, yeah, I like the pick. There's no reason to go against Tom Brady. doesn't matter who's healthy, who's not, where they're playing. He's just – he's a beast. All right. 
Um, my upset, I'm picking the Chargers at home against the Patriots. Um, they are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I, they got a nice bye week to rest, and I think that means they can take care of business. Um, not always the case. I know I said the same thing uh, uh, last week. Um, not for my pick, but I thought that the uh, 49ers uh, would be good off a bye. They weren't. They stunk. The Colts spanked them. Uh, so... Uh, I think that the Chargers are a good team. They had that fluky loss to the the Ravens, where they got beat down like I don't know, like forty to three or something. But I think this is a get right game for the Chargers. Yeah, and you said it well. I think that was definitely a fluke loss because, uh, I mean the Chargers the week before playing the Ravens, they just played a, uh, you know, an absolute dogfight with the Browns. You know, it was like forty five, forty three, or some stupid. Um, so I think coming off that game, they were, uh, probably a little tired, put a lot of effort in that game. Um, and then, I mean, you could, you, and then the Ravens got smacked by the Bengals this past weekend. So, uh, I like the pick. Yeah. Especially coming off a of bye week. I like it. Rest it up. All right. And then for our head to head match, this was, this is, you know, a lot of people, people are probably thinking we're going to take the Packers over Cardinals or Packers versus Cardinals, but no, we're not going to do that game. And I think we're not going to do that game because uh, Devonte Adams is out. And then uh, Lazard is also out for the Packers, uh, two of their top receivers. So I think that game is, while it still probably is the best game, maybe this season, it could also be a blowout. And the Cardinals are favored by six and a half. Uh, I think it would be very much closer if those two players were playing. But we are going to go with the Vikings and the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by one and a half. Uh, let's see. That's a Sunday night game at Vikings. Uh, Kevin is going with the Vikings. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. I'm going against everything history has told me to do, and that is not take Kirk Cousins in prime time. But I think this is going to have to be a high-scoring game. It's the highest over-under of the week, so uh, it's set at 55 points. That means there's going to have to be offense. So one way or another, Kirk Cousins is going to have to stay in this game, which he has been doing this year. Uh, went and do a nice little... Overtime shootout with the Panthers. I know that the Panthers suck now, so that's a little concerning that they even had to do that. But they also hung tight with um, with the Bengals early on in the year. They lost on a game, a missed game-winning field goal against the undefeated Cardinals. Um, so I, I don't think that there's any reason to doubt Kirk Cousins this time. If he wasn't playing at night, I would be more than confident that the Vikings can take down this uh, Cowboys team. Both teams are off a bye. Both are well-rested. Cowboys, uh, you know, look invincible. But I think we're going to expose Trayvon Diggs. For those of you that listened last week, I already got it out of my system. But Justin Jefferson versus uh, Trayvon Diggs, I'm going to take Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and uh, on the other side, I, I like the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is playing super well. Uh, the Cowboys offense is clicking. Uh, Zeke is playing. Uh, he, he looks like, you know, the rookie season Zeke at this point, uh, which we haven't seen in a long time. Um, and the only issue is that I already pointed out, uh, will Mike McCarthy find a way to fuck this game up? 
and he could. So <laughs> that's, that's my that's my concern. But uh, I like the Cowboys in this one and a half. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna say it one more time. I just I mean I have to. Uh, for those of you that are still thinking like this Trayvon Diggs stuff, I keep seeing these you know comparisons to Darrell Revis in Richard Sherman, like oh Diggs Island. Like I'm looking through the last three games he's had because I did mention that he is on pace to allow the most yards, uh, receiving yards per game by a corner since they started tracking it. The last three receivers that I just pulled are one, the Patriots, Kendrick Bourne, one catch, 75 yards. It only took one catch, but there you go. That's their top receiver right there. The week before that was against the Giants. Kadarius Toney, main receiver that game with some injuries, 10 catches for 189 yards. Week before that was the Panthers. (laughs) DJ Moore, top receiver, eight catches for 113 yards. Don't tell me that this man's locking anything down. I'm not just blaming him, but they are currently 28th in passing yards allowed on defense. How, yeah. How is anyone there an island? Shut up. Oh, I mean, he, he, he makes – he gets interceptions, and then he'll – the next play, you know, he'll give up a 75-yard 75 75-yard 75 bomb, you know, so – but – they don't really care about that. They they look at the stats and look at interceptions and like, wow, he's oh he's on pace to be one of the greats. Like Rod, uh, who was a Woodson, Woodson, you know. I think he tied his record for most interceptions through seven games or six games or whatever. Um, so it's all about stats, man, and it, and it really shouldn't be because. If you look I mean, at the, I mean, if you look at the other stats, I was say, <laughs> which stats you're looking at, you can write whatever narrative you want. Yeah. But, I mean, just know if if this guy allows Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen to put up a hundred yard performances, <laughs> I don't know if they win that game. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I gotta. All right. I think that wraps it up then. Yep. Sorry. Had to get that off my chest one more time. Really bugged Yeah. Me. No, another, another week in the books. I didn't even uh, mention Kyler Murray this week. I think, I think that's the first week I haven't. Wow. Yeah. Well, now we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening again. Um, I probably won't be able to get to watch all the games because I'll be probably getting beer thrown at me and, fist flying at my face on sunday i got you dog in the dog pond <laughs> uh but no it's i think this week is definitely gonna be better than last week i mean it can't be worse right no those games stunk um, yeah so but we'll be back next week uh probably yeah like we mentioned earlier maybe get a little mini soda in on you know we'll have a we'll have a full episode you know on thursday and then maybe get a mini soda in on Saturday or whatever, Sunday, whatever we feel like when we're in the same room. But uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we just appreciate you. We'll be back next week.